0: well I have a question though who had the best uh, creep song was it TLC or Radiohead
1: or Stone Temple Pilots you know, I don't like Radiohead
2: but I think their creep song was the best
1: yeah I think TLC's, 100% for me I'm going with TLC also alright it's a stalemate
3: This is episode 78 of the Insert Credit Podcast. I'm Alex Jaffe, and I spent the week off from the podcast working on my comic book blog.
0: Oh, uh, I'm Frank Safaldi and I spent my week off from the podcast uh, living my normal life and going to my office job.
2: Uh, I'm Tim Rogers, and I spent... it wasn't really a week off of the podcast, it was just the week we decided to not do the podcast, but it was mostly because I was in New York City, and I was doing stuff. And prior to that, I had been in Minnesota... I went to Minnesota, New York City. I went to place. I went to a place where the temperature was negative forty-four degrees Fahrenheit, and I got really violently sick. And now I'm back.
1: Baby, uh, is it my turn now? <laughs> yep, yeah, do it. Okay, uh, I'm Brandon Sheffield, and I spent my week not being on the pat podcast, also being in New York, and going to IndieCade, and than being really cold there. But I didn't get sick, I, miraculously, in spite of all the people I stayed with being or getting sick and uh, all the people I saw before I left being sick. And everybody who was in Las Vegas while I was there was also sick. But I guess I'm real tough or something, or an accident happened and I didn't get sick. I don't well, know. <laughs> you also
2: did get a flu shot, and what I have is almost certainly the flu. So I did get a flu shot right before
1: it. I left. That was... Uh, I decide, my mom nagged me into it and I finally acquiesced and I got I got a flu shot and and uh, just as a little side anecdote here, I went to the flu I went to the Walgreens place in downtown Oakland to get my flu shot and they sat me in this room where there was a computer and the login and password pasted on the wall for Walgreens pharmacy like, back end. And uh, they just ha- left me alone in there with that for ten minutes. Wow. And I was like, this is... I If I were a different kind of person that knew about or wanted drugs of some kind, I would be in business here.
2: Yeah, Brandon actually texted me asking if I wanted anything. He's like, yeah. what, do you, do you want any stuff? And I was like, oh man, maybe I do. Anyway, <laughs> I didn't, point, he didn't get me anything, so that's no, okay. I didn't. <laughs>
3: So, Tim, it sounds like you got real decayed by IndieCade.
2: Yeah! Yeah! Huh.
3: Other than that, how was your general experience? This question is also for Brandon. Well, I got to show
2: my game on a pretty big screen, and that was cool. And people played it, and some people seemed to enjoy it. I still maintain that that venue, uh, that a first-time play session is not the venue at which to, uh, play that game. But, uh, I had a really good conversation with uh, Slasher, famed eSports commentator, who came just to see Video Ball, which really impressed me and moved me. And uh, he was saying that Video Ball probably is the realest eSport, and he was very excited about covering it in the future. So that was fun. And uh, then I gave a talk, which was pretty cool. And uh, that talk should be available online soon in video form. Me and Bennett Foddy tore it up. We tore it all the way up. And Jeffy did our, you did our slides for us.
3: Yeah, I sure did.
2: Well, you you arranged them into order, and then we could not get the slides to work for some reason. So Jeffy sent us a PDF, and we recreated our own slideshow. We had a good time with it.
3: Uh, I saw the final product. It looked like a fun time it was had.
2: Oh yeah, it was great. Uh, so of all the talks, and I mean, I don't want to diss any of these these conferences, but. Uh, uh, IndieCade is is like a different thing from GDC. The talks aren't necessarily about people talking about how to monetize or or how to make more artistic games or whatever. It's 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 kind of just really free form and kind of fun. And I was a little little cried myself that there weren't a bunch of hilariously funny talks. So I'm glad that people were just shrieking with laughter through all of uh me and Bennett Foddy's talk. Maybe it was because. Yeah. They were they were hungry for shrieking, or maybe it was for something else. But I was glad to have everybody having a good time while we were talking. The end.
3: Brandon.
1: Um, to be honest, my game was Gunsport got show was also on that giant screen, but it was in the morning, and uh, there were about an eighth of the people at IndyCade on Sunday versus Saturday. Mm-hmm. And so, even for Tim's video ball room, it was only half full instead of all the way full, which it, which the eSports showcase had been pr- oh, uh, the well, day prior. And when they
2: played Nidhogg, it was totally full. Oh, so.
1: yeah, I guess so. But so, when they played my game, it was the morning after all the parties had happened, and... Talks were going on, and so, like, there was hardly anybody there. We had enough people to play the game uh, consistently, but it wasn't, like, there weren't a lot of people, so I would say that it was uh, disappointing, is what I would call it. But it was nice to see it on the big screen and things, so that was cool.
2: Yeah, so uh, Video Ball was, uh, there were a whole bunch of people in the beginning, and then suddenly... uh, uh, the guys who were hosting the event, who are cool guys, and uh, they've got PhDs and stuff, so they're smarter than me. But uh, they were like, "Let's just let new people play the game every time, and you just kind of coach them." And I like had some dudes like sitting around who were like ringers, you know. And I was like, "I want these guys to play." And then when when those dudes did play, and I played, uh, people were just screaming because I mean, I'll admit, video ball is a little bit weird. It's a little fumbly, you know. You have to get. You have to. Laser focus yourself. I just got a tweet at me. If everybody wants to see, it's a guy named Lucas Solander who says your review with IGN made me hate you so much. So yeah, I, I just saw that. It, and I replied with O oh, period. Okay! Exclamation point. And uh, he has like four followers. I don't know who he is. It's cool. So, uh, yeah, that's the end of that story. Good story. Yeah. So I I don't I don't know what he meant. Like, is is there a review with IGN?
3: I would search for it, but I think we're in the middle of a thing right now. Yeah, hey, do it, man. Don't do it. What's on right now? So how I don't about, know what's going on. How about we begin this show proper? That was kind no, let's, of. Let's do the, that. Uh, that's a good idea, bro. What have we been up to? Pleasantries out of the way. Uh, here I get into these topics I wrote down. We discuss mm-hmm. them for about six minutes each, and then we move on to the next one. And we exhaust the list, that's the end of the show and y'all have a good time doing it. Huh. And, we try to, right? Yeah, you do your best, and you usually succeed. And I, uh, I, I'm i proud of you for that. Uh, so all here's right. our first one. Have you ever had a great video game idea only to later discover someone else doing or has already done it? Oh, well, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah I, uh, of I have those all the time. Uh, the problem with me is I write about them, And uh, then the games get made, and then the creator mentions it to me, and is like, yeah, what do you think? Like, how's that? Like, I had this in my Super Mario Galaxy review, I wrote about my... I just wanted to play an endless Super Mario, and I called it Super Mario Acid, where you're on the surface of a planet and blocks are falling to the planet and they're melting in, and the the planet's surface cracks and it becomes lava, and the blocks are melting in, and you just have to jump up as high as you can and some guy made a game like that it's uh and uh, it yeah, it's called Avalanche. It was a flash game it got like millions upon millions of people played it, and uh, he's making a sequel to it, so
0: there you go. I guess uh, the example that comes to my mind is uh, when I was really young, I I had this idea of of a 3D uh, platform game, like an action platform game with story where um, you're kind of exploring someone's uh, dreams and and slowly piecing together who he is through, like, the clues that are in his dreams, just his subconscious thoughts and stuff, um, which is always a really cool idea. And then I played Psychonauts and was like, oh, he actually did it better than I would have, so I'm glad the Psychonauts exists. Hmm.
1: I can't remember if that's ever happened. I feel like it must have. I, it just can't... It's not coming to mind at the present time. Uh... But it must have happened. I feel like I feel like it has. It's just not. It's not. It's not coming to me.
0: Um. I another one of mine was uh splinter splinter cell conviction. The sort of freezing time and then tagging and then executing thing is what I wanted a Batman game to be when I was young. Mm.
3: Yeah. I I think it's kind of cool that the one idea for a game you had as a kid was brought to fruition by the Monkey Island guy. <laughs> Yeah, that kind uh, of bald, makes sense. wasn't really
0: I wasn't really a kid. It was more like like college.
2: Once I had this idea for a video game where you're a bald guy who who garrets nuns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they just went ahead and made that. And That's really right. too bad. Yeah. Shouldn't have, you, you shouldn't have wrote about it. Nuns. Yeah. You make them just strangle them. You just strangle them with a string. You were you
3: were twelve year old once, right? Oh heck yeah. I was uh
2: I was so obese it ruled. Uh, so yeah, I I'm lucky to have some of my best game ideas is uh uh just games that nobody's made yet and uh I'm just like clutching them as close to my my body as I can. And uh I guess a lot of my game ideas are more reiterative than they are uh kind of creative or stealable. Yeah, like, I
1: think that's that's my my thing as well. Is a lot of a lot of my games are are the kind of game that I want to play that uh, has s- sort of been made, but not to the exact specifications that I require. And so, like, nobody has made a game about hitting as many or as few deer with your station wagon as possible. But a bunch, but people did make a whole bunch of those pseudo three D games pseudo 3d driving games and mine is essentially just one of those with a little different thing couple things in it but it's the game that I want to play but I guess Tim's are a little more expansive than mine but uh, I think all of my all my ideas that I've got stored up in my brain are no, nobody's making them they could but they're not
2: like no. I play games like I play student games or whatever so the weird thing about me going to uh, New York or Los Angeles is there's a lot of so there's these game design programs in these schools now at uh, uh, USC and at NYU. And I, I run into these students all the time. And these students just come up to me and they're like, hey, man. Okay, that's not my voice for all students. <laughs> but they're like, they're "Like hey, man, I like your game reviews. And I've read all your game reviews for the last 10 years or whatever. And now I'm 19 years old. And look at this game that I'm making. I think you'd like it. And like some kid did this to me just the other day in New York just came up to me and he's like he's like, yeah so I read all your game reviews like when I was in middle school and uh, you know I played God Hand and Spartan Total Warrior and whatever and now I'm making games look at this game I'm making and he shows it to me and I'm just like man I want to make a game like that <laughs> I'm just like, I, I really want to make a game like that god darn it you of like, a bitch. this kid showed me this game that was just like so good and you it just was come so after
3: the peak, man. So which one was great. that
2: it's so original. Sure. I'm not going to say what game it was because I don't okay. want, I want I don't want the first publicity I give this kid to be. Uh, he came up to me and showed it to me because he wanted me to see it because uh, that, that would I'll mention his game later. Uh, I will I will praise his game as a as one artist praises another artist. Not as so, not that I didn't want to call myself an artist. I'm, 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 I have a fever, so I accidentally called myself an artist. I'm sorry. Um, so. Yeah, I will I will praise his game as as one creator to another, not as a guy who is going, Yeah, this this dude came
3: up to me and showed me this game and it was cool, so you guys should pay attention to it. For for the listener at home, Tim meant to say fartist. Yeah, sure. Uh our next topic. What are we supposed to think about the shuttering of irrational games? Oh, well, it doesn't seem like a rational move. <laughs>
1: That's it's, all I've uh, got. it's hard it's hard to say. We've got uh like the the story that is being presented for some reason is that Tim Levine... I mean, Tim. Ken Levine. Levine. That's a weird (laughs) slip. I'm scared now. (laughs) It was... uh, I don't think it had anything to do with this, Tim. I think it's just my brain. Anyway, uh, Ken Levine... Uh, closed it so that he could make tiny projects and fired 185 people is pretty much what the story is turning right, that,
0: that, that's into. That's the
1: public facing story. That's all like the, the yes. letter and, from Ken and that Levine. And yeah. that doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. he, well, you, mean,
0: you mean Ken Levine can't decide to shut down someone else's
3: property?
1: That's right. Right. Huh. I mean, Cliffy B. Like, let's compare
3: this to Cliffy B. leaving uh, Epic, for instance. If he wanted well, to make no. his own stuff, he just left.
1: No, that's pretty yeah, and that's pretty different. It's really more like Take Two shut down the shut down the studio because it cost so much to make and didn't recoup its money, Hmm. and but they wanted to keep Ken Levine, and so they gave him the opportunity to talk about why he was excited to still work at Take Two or Two K.
0: Yeah, but at the same time I also I also feel like there was some kind of trade-off possibly where uh they they kickstarted his new studio and and I don't mean kickstarter.com when I say kickstart even though that's yeah. just what that word means now. Um you know they they sort of are funding his new studio and letting him keep his guys in exchange for him sort of taking some of the heat uh publicly uh for this decision and and also you know, creating this narrative that, that leaves their shareholders happy, like, oh, they didn't shut down the studio, they're doing fine. Yeah, um, it's so weird. It's, I mean, that's my take on it, but that's purely,
1: you know, theoretical. Yeah, we can't know for sure. No.
3: But does this mean we won? That we beat our long-term punchline Bioshock? <laughs> what do you mean? That, uh, that they're gone and we're here, we win.
1: I you know that that's this is not going to be the end of Bioshock I don't think I think they're no. just going to have some other studio make uh, a worse Bioshock for cheaper.
0: That's I agree, and it's like I don't know it's not a victory for anyone. It's like he uh, that game was probably mismanaged and well, I came think in Jeff way is, over budget.
1: Jeffy's referring to the fact that uh, I think particularly Tim talks about not liking Bioshock. Right. I think that's mm-hmm. the victory he's referring to.
0: I talked about not liking Bioshock a whole. Well, the, the, like like 185 people losing their jobs isn't like you know a victory for anybody, and it's right. not th- it's not their fault that the game was bad.
2: So uh, I I have a sort of some sort of perspective on talking about this. I think I think yep. so. I've oh, okay. I've worked for uh, an, an artist director. In the past, I guess I've uh-huh. I've gotten paychecks directly signed by a guy who had big ideas and got interviewed in the press and had had journalists calling him a genius and an artist. So uh uh yeah, I think I understand what all those people working with uh, with Ken Levine probably sort of feel. And uh, I've played through both of the Bioshock games, not well, most of Bioshock two, Bioshock and Bioshock Infinite. And man, I'll be darned if. And I normally think it's sleazy when a, a a game company lays off a whole bunch of people, and then immediately there's like, "Hey, you know, this company's hiring." It's like, yeah, okay, yeah, that's. I, I think that's a little, it's a little bit weird. It's. I mean, I, I could. It would take me a long time to go into that, but, um, I'll be god darned if working on Bioshock is not like a fantastic thing for somebody's resume, because, uh, I mean, anybody running a a studio in the industry knows what it's like to. Work under some kind of weird conditions, I guess. And I think all of those people done did a whole lot of fantastic work on Bioshock. Mm-hmm. Like there's there is a Bioshock Infinite made me like it. It genuinely overwhelmed me how much stuff was in that game and how much work it must have been to put that together. And so when you talk about uh, 2K or Take Two or whatever the name of the company is wanting to retain Ken Levine as a as a talent, I guess that. I mean, I'll be god darn if that isn't a talent you know being able to marshal those people into actually making i mean no horribleness aside being able to marshal them into making something of that size, so I guess that's what I think about that
1: It is uh, a pretty valuable skill and to to come out with something coherent that anyone might call visionary for better or for worse is uh, is pretty impressive mm-hmm. also is that is it still free for for uh Playstation Plus right now?
2: I think it might not be, but I Dang. do
1: have uh several copies of it.
2: If you oh. if you would like to borrow one.
1: Yeah, I would like to borrow one of those just so that I know what it's like eventually.
2: But I mean what something I saw was uh was on Playstation Plus. Somebody mentioned it today. Oh, that Remember Me game. I wanna get that. Free on Playstation that, Plus. That, that's the Capcom one? Yeah. The, the Man, weird that, Capcom one that didn't sell very well, so it's probably pretty good.
1: Yeah, that got turned into uh, f- a free game pretty darn fast and forgotten pretty fast, I would say. Yeah,
2: it got turned into a game that everybody says, actually, it's pretty good really fast, because it was released and got a lot of 6s and 5s, and now everybody's like, oh, it's actually more like an 8 or 9.
1: Those are the kinds of games that I like. Me too. Yeah. I was Maybe interested in it. it.
3: Uh, here's our next topic. Twitch okay. Plays Pokemon is shaping up to be an early highlight of the year in video games. The spin offs have already started coming, but what do you foresee on the docket?
1: Um, so, what's there you been mean, so far? Well, like been... More Twitch Plays types of things, or are you talking about something another kind of. That kind of thing, like like a salty bet or or whatnot. What are you talking about?
3: Both. Uh, for instance, there's been a random number generator plays Pokemon spin-off. There's been a uh, tetri- a uh, te- Twitch plays Pokemon plays Tetris spin-off. spinoff. Uh, mm. uh, of course, the obvious thing is to do this with other games. Uh, there's the fact that there's the kind of democracy and anarchy style. Uh, play yeah. So in that same game,
1: I guess this stuff always. Kind of spirals in before a new thing starts, so that's that's what's happening right now mm-hmm. but like I so I think this is a really neat idea, but I only think that it's a neat idea. I wouldn't watch it or participate in it because I think that's really boring um, and I am I'm kind of surprised that that many people are interested in doing it. I did see that someone there was kind of that meta thing with the I guess that was with the democracy and anarchy thing to try to get people across this bridge that they kept falling off of or something like that. And that was kind of interesting. But yeah, I I guess intelligent AI will give us the next things. Like Salty Bet is Salty Bet is AI controlled, isn't it? Or is it Yes it's AI controlled can so, if you go back
3: and listen to the first time we talk about pet, we talk about it as if it's people, and it's really embarrassing to look back on, but let's pretend that didn't happen.
1: Well, it was really new back then, and we didn't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, I think that things like that will continue to come to fruition. Maybe, maybe the next big thing is when we have AI that can create combinations of AI and games that will amuse us. So, so we I, don't even I have guess, to do any of the work.
0: I guess I'm thinking about it from from the other side. Like you're thinking about it in terms of what is the future of of uh, games being controlled, but I'm thinking of it more in terms of, you know, what is this going to inspire in terms of uh, really really massively multiplayer uh, experiences like this. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, like this this inspires me to want to make something where people right. are voting to progress the story. Yeah. Uh,
3: Yeah. The Peter Moladu account uh, tweeted about a uh, potential game that the only copy would be on Twitch, and this is the only way you could play it. And tweaked a little. That's not an awful idea.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And not all of his ideas are awful. And and I I like that one. Uh,
1: I don't know how you'd monetize it. I guess advertisements. Yeah, I, I yeah the uh, it. Twitch
3: Plays Pokemon guy has said that he could put advertisements on, but he specifically chose not to. Uh, I've so only heard a very
2: limited amount about what this Twitch Plays Pokemon is. I see people talking about it, and people are like, oh, it's great. And then I saw Patrick Miller wrote a thing about it and said, it's the future of entertainment. Uh, let me.
0: I'll explain it really quick. Do you actually not know,
2: know what it is? Oh, no, no, I, I do know what it is. I okay, do, I'm just sorry, saying sorry. I have a... I have limited experience looking at it as what it is. It's just uh, I, I, I logged into the Twitch and I looked at it like being played for about 20 seconds or so, and then I was like, "Oh, okay." But uh, yeah, P- Patrick Miller was saying it's the future of entertainment.
1: Yeah, that's a little bit
3: of an exaggeration. Frank, uh, uh, right, no, well,
1: he, he means this kind of thing, like like people yeah yeah massively playing. Yeah a game or so in the case of Salty Bet it, it's the only interaction is people betting on stuff and, and passively watching. I think actually so the the way in which I would say that it's kind of the future is for me who does a lot of multitasking of things and kind of you know I, I eat I write things while I'm eating or I eat things while I'm watching the the TV and and playing a game on my iPad. I like the kinds of games that you can just sort of wind up and watch go, and you don't have to interact with them all the time. You can you can passively play mm-hmm. with them. I guess it would be a a massively passively multiplayer game. Massively passively, massively, massively. Yeah. I like it's it. It's a it's a page. Yes, and I think those kinds of games actually are kind of a bit the future when we're talking about people's incredibly fractured attention spans and ability to pay attention to things and the buzz feedification of news and everything. That it was only a matter of time before that was going to get into games and I think that this is evidence of that occurring. That kind of you know, you can you can log in to Twitch Plays Pokemon and you can you can really watch the thing and you can engage with it and you can participate in it for twenty four hours a day if you want to or you can just look at it sometimes and leave it running in the background and sometimes hit mm-hmm. and just choose the word down because you feel like it just keep it in the in the peripheries
0: well, yeah. the the actual part where people are giving input to the game is not really the game to me to me this is
1: more of a spectator sport
0: mm-hmm. um, and it's you know the the game here is 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 the sort of metagame around the game, I guess, right? Like the the uh, the community stuff that builds up from this, the 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 videos that spawn from it, the people drawing comics around it, the the strategizing, the people like mapping things out and like making plans for the community. Like we need to go here and get this item. You know, if you're if you're pro democracy in this game, this is what we need to be focusing on doing. Like like to me, that's the game, not 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 yeah. the. Uh, button inputs in the chat, and I agree with Patrick that it, from in that sense, I do think that that is uh, the not you know I hate saying anything is the one future of anything, but I do it's think part it's part of the future, right? Yeah, and and, and it's going to be an explosively popular form of
1: entertainment. I yeah, think. but at the at say, the same uh, time, Frank. Oh, you want to go first, Dan? Oh well, yeah. I, I
2: don't. Yeah, I was just going to say I I don't think that it's not a future of entertainment. I, I mean i I think that the whole idea of the the joke about the game that is played only on Twitch, I think that's actually a great idea mm-hmm. uh, and I have like a million ideas that are connected to that one like that I personally have because uh, I've been thinking about this twitch stuff a lot so the the game that exists only on Twitch is actually something that is a really solid concept in my head. So I agree with all that. I just I haven't really. Sat down with the Twitch Plays Pokemon thing a lot. I don't think I would like it, but I'm willing to be surprised.
3: I like it as an idea. I mean, it's yeah. not something I'm actively a participant. Well, I love about. it as an idea, but yeah, I, just, I check in like two minutes a day, and I'm delighted by the fact that it exists. Yeah. So,
1: Frank, while you, while you say that, uh, you know, the logging in and clicking and stuff is not the, that's not the future, but the the metagame is. Uh, I. Sort of agree, but at the same time, the grand majority of people's interaction with the game is going to just be the input stuff. Like that's sure. what ninety-nine percent of people—that's what their experience with the game is. A, a, aside from you know thinking about it and enjoying the concept, that's what they're actually doing. So I I would still say that you know as a the the way it's it's like if you could try to give if you could try to armchair armchair coach a football armchair team, armchair. <laughs> armchair armchair coach a football team, you would totally do it. Uh, it's it's similar to that. Like everyone would try to do it. So I think that I think that it's both. I think the that that's that that's in there too. That basic input.
0: I think so too, but I think of it more as I think of it more as an Eve online war than I think of it as armchair coaching. I think it's just, you know, a million cogs coming together at once and, and the result is something that like a single player couldn't do. Uh
1: yeah, okay, so that would be the future. That would not be this this uh the Pokemon thing, because that's not what that is. But yeah, yeah I guess so. Um I mean, I like these giant Eve, on, EVE Online battles as well. Those are very yeah, interesting to me. that's cool
3: stuff too, and kind of in this same category.
1: Like, I, w- I would love to make a game of that nature, and I have a lot of ideas for those, but I just I don't foresee ever having enough money <laughs> to make something <laughs> like that. Um, but Twitch Plays Pokemon requires zero money, so uh, it, I guess it's just about a different way of thinking about things, and then you can just uh, probably could... Make one of those Speaking ideas of about
3: thinking about things, it's time for one of my thought experiment questions. Oh. Uh, yeah. A major comic book publisher <laughs> yeah. releases a line of monthly ongoing comics based on video game properties. Why? Well, well it's just something they're trying. They got to okay. try whatever they can to stay relevant. All right. What would be the first rights you'd try to acquire for them, and in what direction would you take the stories?
1: Well, hmm. so unfortunately, this is something that's already happening. So yeah. it's it's cheating, but uh, Eve Online, mm-hmm. the the true stories of Eve Online, knowing that it's true and putting all the intrigue in there, but but putting it behind avatars and cleaning up the language would be a real fun thing for me to hear about, read about in a video game because it's just all it's all Star Trek D Space Nine in there. It's it's more about what happens leading up to the battles where. You know you realize that the uh <laughs> the Russians are funding the Scandinavians against the Americans just like in real life <laughs> or whatever <laughs> uh it's 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 pretty fun, so that I guess that would be my number one what I would wanna do or see
0: i guess um, but more do is start something off that's kind of jokey. And, you know, have like two or three issues that are sort of self-referential parody, but then have it evolve into its own brilliant thing. And I think I'd do that with Bayou Billy. I'd, I'd start, and, and there was already a Bayou Billy comic, and maybe a take from it or something. But, like, just take a total jokey character and and make a silly comic out of it, but uh, allow it to evolve on its own and become its own brilliant thing. I'd, I'd love to see that. So Bayou Billy.
3: Uh, Not to get all comic book nerdy, but I'm about to do that anyway. Uh, In 2011, that's exactly what uh, Jeff Johns did with Aquaman. Like, the first few issues were jokey. Oh, I get it. Aquaman's the joke character. Everybody makes fun of him. Hey, isn't he a sketch comedy character from a late night show? I didn't know he was a real superhero. And then they turn into this uh, big, serious thing.
0: Yep. Or, like, uh, another comic book example would be... um, Swamp Thing? No, well, no, I was going to say Cerebus the Aardvark, which started oh, okay. as an indie comic in the late 70s and was just like a Conan parody. It was like a Looney Tunes character in the Conan world is what it started as. And then, uh, you know, he had an acid trip around issue 9 and decided, I'm going to go to issue 300. And he did, and it became its own weird thing. And I just kind of like things that have sort of parody origins that, uh, or just comedy origins that become like, hey, actually, wait a minute, I've got something good here.
3: <laughs> that's pretty cool uh I um, yeah, Tim, what would you do with this? So we're saying you get any video
2: game characters' rights to a
3: comic book what yeah, that's exactly what we're doing
2: well, I think the answer is clear for me i would uh I would take Sonic the Hedgehog because yeah. uh there's there's first of all too many kids writing about Sonic the Hedgehog, and uh <laughs> they've got to learn a lesson so I yeah would, I would. <laughs> I would turn Sonic the Hedgehog into literature,
1: which is what all those
2: kids want to do, but they can't <laughs> They keep trying um,
1: i I like horror comics, so I might take Silent Hill or Bullet Witch and try to make it not garbagey you know a a, a Twilight Zone take on Silent Hill would be pretty good. yeah, that would be fun Twilight Silent hill yeah, yeah. just different different like uh i i guess several mini series of different people. Coming into Silent Hill and why they were there and what they had to do there and whether they survived.
3: Yeah, that would be a cool comic and I would actually read that.
1: Yeah, me too. Maybe maybe I should get Konami on the horn and ask them if they want to uh never do anything interesting ever again. And then <laughs> know they'll answer who, know, me with yes.
0: I know who the licensing guy is. Okay.
1: <laughs> we'll make it happen. Oh nice. Let's let's ask him if he never wants to do anything interesting ever. Cool. Yeah.
2: I think Konami definitely is interested in never doing anything interesting
0: ever again.
3: Yeah, they love that.
0: Uh, they're they're a client of ours, so uh, I love yeah.
3: them. You can get a yes <laughs> as long as you ask them what they want to hear. <laughs> and what they want to hear is, do you want to do nothing? Yeah. Uh, what, what else that show? do you want to do? Nothing. So uh, this is a pretty nice segue into my next segment, which was inspired by a tweet that uh, you made right before the show, Tim. Oh, what is the most backhanded compliment you can give a video game? <laughs> so my
2: my uh, my uh, reason for that tweet was so. You may
1: as well say what the tweet was.
2: I'm gonna I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna tell the backstory and which is short and then mention okay. what the tweet was. So uh, I was looking at a preview for Video Ball because we did this quote unquote press tour for Video Ball last week and. Uh, so the embargo date, which makes me feel really slimy and sleazy, to know <laughs> that we had an embargo date because yeah. uh, that just makes it sound like you know, hey, just don't care about this journalist. Uh, you know, it's only it's only these four guys' future on the line. Uh, it's like no publicity is bad publicity, or whatever. But anyway, um, we the so we had these video ball previews popping up on the internet with the embargo date of February nineteenth, and. I was looking at one of them, and the very first comment was, this game looks great. In fact, it looks exactly like something I would make, with those words being a link. And I clicked on the link. I'm not going to say which uh, outlet this was or who the person is, but I clicked on the link, and uh, I'll be god darned if I had any idea what this guy's game was about. Uh, other than it having a clean aesthetic. And him just posting a comment with this game looks great. It looks exactly like something I would make. He's just getting any publicity he can in the comments section. All his game had in common with Video Ball was that it was uh, geometrical shapes. Right, that was it. And I could not God darn tell what was going on in it. And I showed it to uh, one of our developers. And I'm not going to say which one because I'm trying to keep this civil. And uh, the developer said, LOL, it's like Zoop with one tile is what he said, of this guy's game. And uh, I immediately thought, oh, baby, that's really hard. And then I almost commented uh, with, hey, guy, nice-looking game you got there. I like how I can't tell what's happening, and also (laughs) that it reminds me of Zoop. And then I thought, rather than post that as a uh, a comment, which would have been mean, I just tweeted it as comment I almost just posted. And uh, then I thought... Is there any worse game to be compared to than Zoop? And it's like, like, there, there just can't be. And I got a lot of people on Twitter replying to me with, uh, "Oh, I think, uh, I think you might find it worse to be compared to this, to be compared to Superman '64, or to be compared <laughs> to Ghostbusters for NES or whatever." It's like, no, I think Zoop is definitely the worst. Brandon, <laughs> do you even know what Zoop is? <laughs> of
1: course I you know do. That. I have a jaguar right you in my house. Yeah. Oh, do you zoop. have zoop? Yeah, I got zoop. Heck <laughs> yeah! So you you played zoop, right? Take it take it to the zoop. Yeah. <laughs> Can
3: we all just say zoop a few more times? You know, hey, I've, I've I've I've
0: got I've got uh, Shoop in my head with zoop standing in for Shoop. Yeah, and zoop. Makes me wanna zoop.
1: Is yeah. zoop the new tube or an eleven? <laughs> no, so, zoop is not
0: the new tube.
2: So of course th- not.
1: Talking about backhanded compliments, I think one that I made at one time in my life was, uh, I can really tell you spent a lot of money on this. Oh, yeah. that's good. good. Oh, that's yeah. so good. So. <laughs> it, and it, since I was talking to a like a PR marketing person, they were like, yeah, yeah, we did. It's great. Thanks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this so they, game looks like money. One of my mm-hmm. previews... So during our press tour for video, ball I have to keep using those words, press tour, because I've never... I've never been flown around the country and put up in hotels as part of a press tour as a celebrity before, so this was exciting. Uh, I I was sure to never use the same uh, tagline sentences twice in all of the interviews that I gave. So, uh, yeah, I've completely forgotten what I was going to say. But uh, there was one that was really funny (laughs) that that I saw pop up. Oh, man, it was connected directly to what you just said, so... That's the worst part. I'm too feverish uh, to remember. Is it about money? It was, about? oh, yeah, yeah, it was about money. So it's like, I told the one guy, like, the game started up. This is a Game Informer, okay? So I'm at the Game Informer office, and the game starts up, and I look at it, and I just go, okay, do you, does everybody see this font here? Do you see this font that the word video ball is in? And the guy's like, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, the real font is a lot more expensive looking than that one. I just want you to write that down and then he writes it down and I'm like that font is going to be changed tomorrow and then I'm like I swear to god and the guys like okay and it actually made it into their preview it says uh uh it says he he encouraged me to uh, tell the readers that the font in the final game will look a lot more expensive so it's like I'm I'm really excited to see little sentences like that <laughs> popping up yes. in previews of my game that's fine because that's that's funny to me
3: you're but, uh, kind of yeah. like cultivating that every preview of this game looks a little bit like a Tim Rogers review.
2: Exactly. Yes, yes. I'm trying to control the press. And uh <laughs> uh I, I actually just now found the video ball IGN uh thing that the guy was talking about. And I'll I'll link you guys privately to it later. But uh okay. yeah. I'm excited about that. But uh yeah, if you just go to IGN and type Video Ball, listeners, you will see a 30-minute interview with me about Video Ball, in which I was a huge jerk.
3: I uh, want to hear more backhanded compliments.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was going to say, as as a member of a band, as a person who's been in bands before, uh, and uh, I think this is still the most backhanded compliment you can receive about anything, is when when the show ends – and then you're out in the crowd and the next band is going on. And this is the same thing if you're showing your game at an indie game meetup or whatever. Uh, this this is still the most backhanded compliment of all. Uh, is to be told by a person in the audience of a show uh, or whatever, you guys really looked like you had a lot of fun up there. You guys looked like you were having fun up there. That's still the most backhanded oh, compliment you can receive. Uh, and the same thing with video games.
0: Yeah, it looks like you had a lot of fun making this. That's the worst. That's, like, the worst thing. I actually think that about performances and games in,
3: in, a, in a very positive way. Yeah, me too. I know. Me too. Like, like, I think about that in context of, say, Robert Downey Jr. doing stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, I like, if, I if, if, we, if we if I watch a movie... That. If I watch a movie or something it's like man
3: they had fun making this and that that, yeah. that is that is a genuine compliment yeah and they have so much fun that you feel like you're in on the fun
2: yeah yeah it's just that even if the person is saying it in a sincere way and even if I did just have fun up there scraping my guitar and screaming uh, like and even if I did have fun making ziggurat or whatever I I just don't really feel like I want you to tell me. Well, first of all, it still amounts to speculation on the part of the beholder. It is, uh, it is. it seems like you had fun making this. It's like, I don't need you to speculate about my creative process. You can just kind of tell me what you think or not, you know. Yeah.
3: The end. Yeah, th- thanks, Sherlock Holmes. Uh, all, all Monsters, who is one of our uh, more creatively named listeners, he asks, I know that guy. If you had to pick a boss from a video game to be your boss, who would it be?
1: Oh, hmm. I haven't, first of, I haven't, of all, I don't uh, work for nobody. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't either. I kind of. Uh,
2: so Shadow Link. That's any, my answer. Any,
1: any video <laughs> games that have no bosses? No. Uh, that's a that's a cop out answer. So. Yeah, you think the
2: first Colossus is pretty good? No, that's a joke. I don't <laughs> want any of those Colossuses. Shadow Link, because he's me. But dark and uh, scary, and therefore I'm terrified into listening to him. And he can do everything I can do.
1: You know, I think if I worked for Dr. Robotnik, I would get to travel to a lot of fun, exotic locales. Mm. And you spend a lot of time with animals.
2: But you would I be like. building disgusting factories on all these beautiful paradises. It depends yeah. on
1: what what my job was there. Um, well, also, if you worked for him, you'd
0: probably probably be a robot.
1: Maybe I'm doing the environmental impact studies.
0: Maybe you should work for Dr. Wiley instead. <laughs> well, he uh, builds factories
1: and jungles and stuff, too. Yeah, it's true. I don't actually want any factories and jungles, uh, so yeah.
2: I guess. If you worked for Dr. Wiley, you'd have hot tunes and cool chooms all day.
0: That's true. About that? I do like Yeah, but you don't, you'd only have one. He'd be like, all right, this is your song. That's all you get. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's but really, you, it's really good. Every ten years, he, he get a remix. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh God, that's good. That's a really good one, Jaffe. Every time, <laughs> remix. Um.
0: Mm. So, oh yeah. Um. Hmm. What are there's got to be some nice bosses.
1: King Drool has a planet that has a cannon in it. That's that's mm. uh the man from Bonk. I enjoy that. King Drool planet King Drool. with a cannon. He's got a planet, planet with a with cannon. A and a castle.
3: Um, I I would be uh I would get Ganondorf to be my boss because it seems like he treats his uh underlings pretty well. He well, and them, then
2: Zelda, Link to the Past, he hangs out in the Ziggurat, so
3: yeah. yeah. It seems but, like he'd be a pretty cool boss.
2: I think when you're talking in terms of benefits, that Dr. Wily, uh, the music thing. I yeah. like that. I like having a hot hot chum all day long. Yeah, really but wonderful. it's the same
0: Hot Zoom for years.
2: Yeah, but the colors are nice. It's all colorful. I'm yeah. thinking like Mega Man Seven and Mega Man Eight, Doctor yeah. Wily, because uh, it's it's a friendlier looking sort of environment to hang out in. You mean Doctor
3: Wily?
1: Doctor Wily. Doctor Wily.
3: I feel like you got it backwards. I feel like the music, the stages are musicless, and the music is actually coming out of speakers of Rockman himself, hence Rockman. That's an interesting
0: theory. I mean, the, the, when you're playing, the volume doesn't change, so that makes sense if it's coming out of him. There's no right? Doppler effect. And yeah. the music it suddenly stops when you die. Yeah, but it's his theme song, though. It's like the
2: character boss's... It's the character's theme song. He he changes it up.
3: Mega Man doesn't like, want to listen to the same song all
2: does, day. Does does Mega Man like download what that boss's uh, inspirational theme music was, and then just so he can play it? Well like I when you when you go to their
0: it's, level he's, he's, yeah. it's Bluetooth, you've used Bluetooth.
3: He analyzes <laughs> the stage and musically renders uh what that stage would be like on an Aural level.
0: That's why they call him the Blue Bomber, because he has Bluetooth.
3: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, it... I think we just cracked the Mega Man code. I guess. <laughs> Now, I don't uh, I don't
2: like that cuz then that means that Dr. Wiley probably sucks.
3: Dr. Wiley. Well, we knew that. Dr. Wiley. Uh, Dr. Wiley just probably sucks 100%. He's he's probably a huge loser and a uh, fuddy-duddy and that's why he wants to take over the a world. A fuddy-duddy. Is that yeah, what you just said? That is what there I was, said. There
2: was there was a guy at a job I had once who used the phrase fuddy-duddy in conversation like not trying to sound funny and I never my opinion of him never transformed. How's it going, Nicholas Wazaleuski? Oh, yeah. right. I saw you drive up in a convertible. So yeah. well, what the heck?
0: I, I guess they ran out of all other
2: cars. <laughs> Nicholas, what what kind of convertible was that you drove up here in Nicholas Wasselewski? Was okay, well, let's drive that around later. Can we dri- can I just sit in the passenger seat? We're taking your car if we go anywhere.
3: Tim, I want to know what kind of games Dark Tim would make. What, me? Yeah, uh, we, if your boss Farm was Bill. Dark Tim, what what games would he make as opposed to I would to- make
2: Farmville three, probably.
3: Yeah.
2: And it would be, it would just, you'd be farming skulls and uh, intestines. Right. I actually heard a British person pronounce it intestines last That's week That's pretty good. I like yeah, it. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think they actually pronounced it that way.
3: Uh, that guy does, and I'm all for it. So yeah, are we done with the
0: been? boss question
2: here?
3: Is that yes, it? Yeah, we're yeah done I'm done with the
0: boss question.
1: I'm I, think done done with that. I think I've decided that the uh, I would like drool? the main character from Harvest Moon to be my boss. The end. All right. He's
2: not a boss He's to, though.
1: It's got to be a boss. Okay. Uh, his grandpa. Okay. Who is the guy that <laughs> right. always gives you the, th- the farm? All right.
3: Okay. All right. I'll count it. Uh, I'm gonna do something special. We're gonna have a triple lightning round. That's all right. Uh, three lightning rounds in a row. We're gonna play. Triple. You've played before, uh, uh, but all consecutively. The first one we're doing. Jaffy, is...
1: wait, Jaffy. Yeah. Are you gonna call the second lightning round lightning returns? Yeah. Yes. Okay.
2: And then the next one is Lightning Returns again.
3: No, 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 no. The second one is uh, Lightning Two, and the third one is Lightning Returns. I you don't it. like
2: it so much when uh when when we pull off the hot puns, do you, Jeff? Yeah. <laughs> when when we pull off the hot jokes, red. you just get all jealous.
3: <laughs> because if not for that, I'd have nothing. That's my only contribution.
2: Okay, we'll we'll try and tone <laughs> the jokes down.
3: We'll try and tone the jokes down. I'm, I'm supposed down. to be the jokesman. You're supposed to drop the knowledge. Uh, this is bottom line review arcade edition I'm going to name okay. the, uh, an arcade game and you have to tell me uh, you have to review the game in one sentence formatted as this game is rest of sentence uh, I begin <laughs> Miss Pac-Man rest of sentence whoa,
0: whoa. hey oh Tim a you just joke. said you'd cool it that is Miss a fun pa- joke Miss Pac- <laughs> Pac-Man is what Pac-Man was supposed to be all along
2: Miss Pac- Pac-Man sure is a hit Get it? Cause not miss. It's yeah. Not. Uh, yeah.
1: uh Miss Pac-Man, more like Miss Hackman. man come on! Oh, that's good. That's good. It is. No, it was. Yeah. It started as a hack. So yeah. yeah. That space is true. Invaders.
2: What? Space Invaders. Space Invaders.
1: Space Invaders. back and to the left. Back. Space and Invaders. And to the you, left. Won't,
2: you won't. You won't. You won't mind your these guys invading your space.
1: I was about to say that, so <laughs> I
3: guess that's uh, a <laughs> Street, Street Fighter, Fighter Two.
1: <laughs> Street Fighter Two. Oh God. Street Fighter Two. Uh, five hundred percent more racially charged de- character depictions. What? Then, Street Fighter Two. One?
2: I sure wish yeah. it was faster, because that's when they made Street Fighter. Street <laughs> <It's true. laughs> yes. Street,
1: Fighter Street, Street Fighter, Fighter. Street Fighter Two. Fighter 2. I, I don't remember Street Fighter One. Yeah, <laughs> Street Fighter Two. But who's the champion? <laughs> <laughs> oh God!
2: Uh, Street Fighter Two is a pretty good game. That's how I would bottom line review that one. All right. Donkey Kong.
1: Donkey Kong. A bunch of English people thought they could make a Mario. You're thinking of Donkey Kong Country. Oh, I am thinking of Donkey Kong Country. Oh wow, my friend! Oh, my well, I, just, j- I, so, just
2: I was, so does not I was, even realize that Donkey Kong is a video.
1: Game. I was have
3: fallen prey to one of the classic blunders.
1: I was so eager to to get mad at Rare that I <laughs> <laughs> I jumped the gun. That was okay. one
2: of the classic blunders, Jeffy. One I'm, of the classic. Yeah,
1: blunders. I'm just, gonna say yeah, uh, getting yeah, the is not, not, so, not so
3: classic is never start a land war in Asia. Uh, but uh, classic one nonetheless.
1: Uh, okay, how about, how about this? Donkey Kong, misogynistic for over 30 years.
2: Donkey Kong is pretty good for a game without any donkeys in it.
3: <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> yeah, I do like that one. There Asteroids.
2: Oh, Asteroids is um, one of the best video games that has ever been made and ever will be made. Uh, Asteroids is the game every modern FPS is ripping off shamelessly because it's about rotating and shooting.
0: Asteroids is better than hemorrhoids. Yep, (laughs) That's actually the official line
2: there, (laughs)
1: actually. Asteroids. uh, Midnight City says it's just like video ball.
2: Nice. Uh, For the record, I don't like video ball being compared to asteroids because it doesn't control uh, the same way at all. And I really wish that they would remove the words air hockey... From their official descriptions of it because, as uh, far as I can tell, it's not God darn air hockey.
1: More like hair hockey.
2: Yeah, more like hair hockey. Hair hockey. <laughs> That's the end of that one. Jackie, Defender. you've got, gone and made me upset. <laughs> Defender doesn't Defender. need to defend
1: itself. Defender. It's yeah.
2: Yeah, Defender doesn't need to
1: defend itself. Yeah. Defender was created by a eugenius.
2: <laughs> oh, Eugenius Jarvis. Yeah. Uh, Defender is uh, better than a lot of the side scrolling shooters that came after it, but because you can change direction.
1: Yep. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's innovation.
3: Centipede. Uh.
1: Centipede. is. uh. about ten times less fun than Millipede. Yeah. Oh,
2: there you go. Oh. There you go. There you it. go. There you go. That's good. That's all we need. Okay, Mortal Kombat.
0: Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat Mortal. is like Street Fighter, but they're like real.
1: <laughs> that's right.
3: Yeah, I think that's good enough. Uh, Dragon's Lair.
1: Uh, let's see. Dragon's Lair. Boy. I don't like Dragons
0: Lair. Finally, a game for
3: robots.
1: Yeah. Okay. (laughs) There you go. Great. And finally, Time Crisis. Oh. (sighs) Time Crisis. The most fun you can have ducking behind things. That's not true. No,
2: that's That's really, really not true. What is the most definitely more
1: fun?
2: Definitely more fun.
1: Uh, Rolling Thunder Two, maybe. Mm -hmm. Rolling
2: Thunder Two is a real good one.
3: So, Time time Crisis bottom line review.
2: Time Crisis is...
1: I don't know. (laughs) Not that great. This one's hard. Why is this hard? I don't know. Um, Because
2: I've only had, like, just sort of lazy bore experiences with Time Crisis. Time
1: Crisis. Namco made it, and it came out, and you could play it if you want.
0: Time Crisis is a game you can play if you're at a gas station. They don't have any other games and you feel like playing a game.
2: Yeah. Time and you need to say, <laughs> You need to play a video game or you'll, or you'll die. <laughs> time Crisis is pretty cool if your doctor says you'll die if you don't play a video game right now and Time Crisis is the only video game nearby.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right, it's time for uh, it's time for lightning round two. Uh, lightning returns, po- you mean? No, that's number three. Uh, oh. n- it's time for something. Uh, this topic is uh, very near and dear to my heart. It's called okay. who would win in a fight. Uh, oh, I like that. Oh, all all of these fights are called from the insert credit Facebook group. So, if you want to get in on this hot action, and when I do something like this again, but not this something like it, you can go to. Uh, uh, Facebook.com slash IC Podcast, and get in on the magic. Uh, so here they are. We'll begin Donkey Kong versus King Kong. Who would win in a fight? Whoa. Well King Kong's
1: way bigger. He's Come way on. bigger. So King Kong. Uh, King
2: well, Kong. King Kong, how, whoa, whoa, whoa. Have you not seen Peter Jackson's King Kong, which is now the official King Kong? Yeah. He's the same size in every shot of that movie, and, uh... Uh he's no longer 10 times the size of the Empire State Building. He's about the size of Donkey Kong in
1: fact. That, no, he's way bigger than Donkey what? Kong. You he have can not seen pick p- up p- he can pick up the lady still. What about Donkey Kong? I think Donkey Kong picks giant up the lady at the
3: end of uh, Mar- uh Donkey Kong for the Game Boy.
2: Okay, so so Donkey Kong can pick up Pauline and throw her over his back and he's also he's like throwing barrels.
1: Yeah. yeah. He's also kind of smart. Gambling.
2: He wears a necktie on purpose. Yeah. Like, he might be a, he might be like a smarter gorilla.
0: Yeah, but, but like, who could take... Like, all these humans couldn't really take down uh, King Kong until he messed up and climbed uh, the building. Yeah. In the Empire State Building.
2: Yeah. I guess it's it's King Kong, sure. King Kong. All right. Let's NES just say it.
3: Strider versus Genesis Strider.
2: Hmm, NES Strider's uh, a lot more agile, but his sword yeah. isn't
1: as big. Doesn't he have more... Uh, power-ups
2: he's just hecka loaded with power-ups I th-
1: but I feel like I just feel like uh, Genesis Strider is tougher he's running from wolves and uh, Genesis Strider is kind
2: he's kind of clunky though he kind of chunks clunky. and thunks around he's mm. got clunk
1: it is a it is a tough call I mean I guess NES Strider is more of a ninja Mm. than Genesis Strider, so mm. he's probably more likely to win. Alright, Doomguy
3: versus Gordon Freeman. Doomguy. Well, oh, Doom Guy's nuts. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: That guy's just crazy. Have
2: he you seen his eyebrows?
1: Man. When he's, yeah. when he's yeah. picking up power-ups and looking around? Oh, so uh, me and me and
2: Kerwin, I told Kerwin about a Michael Kerwin action button entertainment programmer. I told him uh, Is this about, part of um, the lightning my... round, Tim? Yes, it fast. is part of the lightning round. I told okay. me and my... I told him how me and my friend Drew used to uh, send each other texts about what people's buttholes sounded like in the stalls next to us, and uh, yesterday I wanted to send him a text that said, uh, "Dude in the stall next to me's butthole sounded like the Wolfenstein shotgun," which it, <laughs> it it exactly did. So that's why Doom Guy would beat the, uh, Gordon, Gordon
3: Freeman.
1: Freeman. I, I, I was once sitting next to a dude in the in a stall, and his his sounded like the heart refilling sound from splatterhouse for wow uh, for the <laughs> TurboGrafx. <termographic. laughs> oh, I know that sound.
3: Yeah. I want
2: to I sit in a stall next to a guy whose butthole sounds like uh, eating a, a, a roast chicken in the Streets of Rage.
3: <laughs> oh, my, mine, <laughs> mine sounds like uh, refilling your magic in A Link to the Past. Oh, man, wow. now I'm going to have to imagine that.
2: That's not a real... Nobody's butthole can sound like that. <laughs> Come on.
3: <laughs> you haven't heard my butthole. But <laughs> I mean,
2: Michael Kerwin, his butthole, if you're listening, this dude's butthole sounded exactly like the Wolfenstein shotgun. It was amazing. It was uh, over and over again too.
3: If if my butthole could sound like any sound effect from a video game, <laughs> which <laughs> the is a whole other topic, <laughs> topic, we could talk yeah. about this for six minutes. Yeah, uh, yeah the sound of uh, firing a bullet in Ziggurat—that uh, would be fantastic. I love that sound. I made yeah. that sound. Yeah, it's a great
2: sound. It's the only uh, sound in that game I made, aside from the death sound. Anyway,
3: uh, Hideki Kamiya versus Shinji Mikami.
1: Hmm.
2: I think Kamiya's Kamiya is tougher. Kamiya. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shinji Mikami, this is a little known. Uh, he's about 4 foot 9, 4 foot 10. He's a No, really he's a little
1: taller than that. He's 5 feet at least.
2: He is a tiny dude, man. Yeah. He's tiny.
1: He is a tiny dude, man. But he's a T-D-M. And, and also, Kamiya works out
2: yeah, and Shinji Mikami works out in so much as smoking a whole bunch of cigarettes every two minutes is a workout. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's a, he's, he's got work- the
2: metabolism of a person who works out, but he's uh,
1: trying to work his his lungs out of his body. Is what he's, he's working trying out. to work them up out of his mouth hole. Yeah, yeah.
2: Kami meanwhile is a tough dude who uh, doesn't take no guff and no. is uh, is cool on social media, and uh, actually sort of delivers on his video games. As, Whereas Mikami's yep. just kind of, oh yeah, I
3: guess I did this. All so, right, no contest. Uh, Samus Aran versus the Belmont clan.
1: What the entire, entire Belmont clan? clan? The entire yeah, the Belmont,
3: Belmont clan. clan. Yeah. Then Belmonts—they've got yeah. magic. Yeah, but not, the... their magic's
2: not that good, though. And, and it's uh, only
3: really geared toward fighting unholy enemies. What do
2: they There's got on? There's so
1: many guys? of them.
2: If we let yeah. Samus have all of her magical suits, all of her power yeah. suits, and yeah, all her of her energy tanks, mm-hmm. and all of her weapons, she could probably kill all of them.
1: I don't yeah. know. If they were asleep, maybe.
2: Have you ever fired a gun <laughs> in Super Metroid, Brandon? They go yes. real there's, there's some big, big action comes out of that gun. No, I no, know. No. Now, big what, action like, is comes it, is spraying it, out.
3: Is it the Belmont clan across all times? Uh, the context of the question on Facebook was one at a time. But, what a time. but a, Yeah, but it's a gauntlet.
1: Oh well, then Samus would win. Yeah. Right. But but if all I the Belmonts mean, were jumping
0: on her at the same time, she'd go down.
1: Yeah, I, I, she right. would definitely go down. I go think
3: I think if she's got that uh, air spin attack, uh, no, the screw it, attack. Yeah, the screw attack.
2: She, she yeah, no, there, Jeffy, is, there is nothing all, in all of Castlevania that is as overpowered as the screw attack in Super Metroid. Nothing. What
1: about what about the uh the cross crash? If if she's in her screw attack up in the air and uh Richter does his like his his cross crash thing that goes up into infinity, then she dies. I she's feel immune like
2: to anything at that time though.
1: Yeah. Uh, and and, I feel a, like and who
0: old. are you guys to say that she's not unholy?
3: Uh, Samus? Matt. She, 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 she's, she's not on un- the Lord's un- work. She's doing the Lord's work. I'll yeah, the Lord's work. Of
0: destroying should we get a quick monsters? poll here? Right. Uh, I don't. I don't, don't see a crucible around her neck.
1: Right. I. I want to. I want to. I want to poll about how y'all pronounce that name. I say Samus.
0: I say Samus. I,
2: I say I say Samus because uh, it's somebody made that name up in the Japanese language of superior Nihonga. Oh yeah. I, okay. I, I, I
3: say I say Shamu. Shamu. Yeah. Get it. And finally, Honks versus Chooms. What? I don't, I don't know, know about that. Of course. Chooms, of course. Yeah. Chooms, but chooms, are, are, chooms are sleeker and uh, fiercer. But Chooms honks are, are funny. sleek and hard and tough. Yeah. I mean, come on, baby. Honks are just big and goofy. I They're love funny. a Honk, but. Yeah, Honks, honks are, great. are great. I'd rather hang out with a Honk, but a Choom would win in a fight. Yeah, that's true. That, that's,
2: wow, you'd rather hang out with a Honk? What's wrong with you?
3: Um, uh, uh, that's just me. Yeah.
2: yeah. It is just you.
3: <laughs> okay. Uh, this, uh, this final one, uh, Lightning Returns, we're yeah. finally there, uh, is, uh, Elevator Pitch Co-Op. Oh, you mean Lightning
2: pitch. Returns Returns?
3: Yes, Lightning Returns Returns. Lightning Re-Returns. This is Elevator Pitch Co-Op Edition. Uh, uh, I'm, okay. gonna, I'm gonna break you into, uh, groups of... Don't break me. Uh, so the so your three teams, each of two groups, I'll explain how this goes. We'll start with Tim and Frank. The okay. two of you need to pitch a game to Brandon. You have two minutes. Go. Wait, there's no
0: wait, hang on. there's no context or anything. It's just a
3: game. A game that Brandon would like. Okay.
0: Uh so you're this uh you're this uh, caveman right in, in like old times when cavemen lived. <laughs> and
1: uh Yeah, that's a... a better one than that. <laughs> no, you you don't
2: want to play Bonk anymore? Is that true? Brandon doesn't like Bonk anymore? What happened? I played enough Bonk. Brandon doesn't like Bonk now. Everybody he's played some like Mario Brothers 3 and realized, well,
1: <laughs> it's better. Okay, well, keep going. Keep going. You can be a caveman.
0: Yeah, you're a caveman and um, You've got you've got uh, no hair on your head, mm-hmm. at all. And
2: you press a button to bonk your head, and then it makes you fly. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to you have to rescue your daughter from uh, time traveling monsters.
1: I mean, right. we we could all just. I could just then describe Super Mario Three to Tim and, and you have to fly a space. To yeah,
3: th- yeah, this is boring, guys. You got to come up with something new. Jaffe just said ready. that our podcast is boring. Well, it's your fault. Wow. You're hosting yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, it is my fault. I <laughs> should the show. Point. I'm you're hosting this boring game. shamble. I'm, t- I'm going to try better next week. Uh, but for now, let's try and uh, impress Brandon.
0: Okay, so you're a bald caveman, and you're running. The, the camera's behind the back. You're running, and there's these sprites of scale really big as you're running mm-hmm. uh, as a bald caveman. And uh, you're fighting uh, skeletons, uh,
2: giant skeleton. kind of skeletons. Giant skeletons. Skeletons like the size of ogres. Ogre yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Had... And you're in Tokyo. In the year 2028, 20, <laughs> okay, and these giant skeletons are flying all over the place, and you're a caveman with a gun. I like giant
0: sh- skeletons. It's a gun that doesn't shoot like bullets or lasers. It shoots like these like energy balls, and, and it
2: power. shoots rocks. It shoots <laughs> giant boulders. Yeah, it manifests boulders and then shoots them.
1: That sounds fun. And
2: they just crash into buildings, and the
0: buildings blow up. Okay.
3: Yeah,
2: nine seconds. They explode in the cubes. Oh, that, that's too long of an
3: elevator pitch. We still have nine seconds. That was that really was elevator pitch.
2: Yeah, that's, a, that's the right. end of the elevator pitch.
3: Yeah. Okay. Uh, our next group is uh, Brandon and Frank pitching uh-huh. to Tip. All
2: right. Let's hear it.
1: <laughs> okay. <sighs> uh, let's see. I, I would say that we've got a low-poly 3D world uh-huh. uh, in which you... Uh, do... you're, you're, a guy. you're a guy. You're a guy with
0: really big muscles.
1: Uh, I, would say I would say it's uh, first person, though. And, oh, yeah, 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 but but within the fiction of first person... First person, person with
0: lots of guys. mirrors.
1: Yeah. Yeah, with lots of mirrors. And uh, you have a gun that you can only shoot once every minute. But every time you shoot the gun, it shoots through everything that exists it shoots through the entire world if you want okay uh, I like
0: that. and and like you can shoot down and
1: yeah. it'll uh, it'll
0: go all the way through the world and then uh and then uh, orbit in space and then come
1: back and hit you if you're not careful <laughs> yeah uh, unless you travel like through that well. with it yeah uh, and i guess the object is to try to uh, save as many of these Little bouncy, colorful furry, furry creature type characters. Little bouncy, as colorful you can furry creatures? With, without, world to world, without destroying the world. So and there are trees. Can...
0: They're, they're, they're fat palm trees. Uh, and they have smiley faces on them. But
3: whenever you shoot the gun, they frown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay, I'm cutting it down to 90 seconds because we wasted a lot of time on the first one. Cool. Uh, yeah. Okay, the last one is Brandon and Tim pitch to Frank.
0: Let's have it.
1: Okay. Well, it's
2: an adventure game.
1: Yes, it is an oh, adventure I, game. I don't like those. It, it's Dang. an adventure. It's an adventure game where uh, each scenario is written by a different uh, adventure game luminary, like Tim Schaefer or Ron Gilbert, and it kind of it changes it changes the tone from from <laughs> bit to bit. So, like, you've got you start off with Ron Gilbert being all goofy, and then you get to Tim Schafer being kind of goofy but a little like maybe he's being serious and then it starts to get into walking dead territory and uh and the game kind of grows up with you as you play it
2: i just want to say it's uh tim schafer's batman the animated series the <laughs> yeah
0: there you
3: go That's much right, you, found,
0: you found it is that it is that the hot <laughs> button are you right saying. there that's all you needed for the elevator pitch, I'm in.
3: Oh, Alright, uh, so everyone, I want you to uh, write down how much you would want to play the game pitched to you. Give it a numeric score out of infinity. Uh, out of infinity? Tell, tell me when all three of you are done writing your number.
0: I uh, actually have to it?
3: write it? Yeah, write down your number. Can From we say zero, zero to infinity? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, infinity. Zero to infinity. How much would you want to play this game?
1: Okay. I don't yeah. have a pen, so...
3: You can write it on your screen. Brandon's game is going to lose. Uh, yes. Okay. Here we go. Uh, each,
1: each game? Yeah.
3: Uh, no, just the game that was pitched to you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Brandon, what did you write? 80. Frank. 80. Frank?
1: What well, it's out write? of infinity, Tim, so. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
3: yeah. Uh, I wrote 36. Tim, I wrote, I it?
2: wrote, I wrote seven, which is a non-zero number and therefore significant in terms of uh, relative to infinity. But all I right. didn't think everybody was going to
1: go. Yeah, into I'm, ten. I'm because I made mine down because, to. Uh, all right, Be-
3: because Brandon and Frank's numbers were the biggest. Tim wins. Wow! Congratulations, Tim. You're cool. the best <laughs> pitcher. There you go. That's that's. that's that's game that's, design
1: that's kind of funny because yeah I was I was uh, I just kind of jerked off all over
2: the suggestions uh, my,
1: my I, game I would definitely not play <laughs> I mean it's
2: because
0: we just we just kind of jerked around
2: on oh it. you would totally play wait no uh, your, I
1: like, your game your,
0: your game that we pitched to you you would play that
1: no I, I, I like my least favorite thing about Bonk is the character design I don't like how Bonk looks at all I would like it a lot better if it were a different character uh, yeah, but so, if he's in,
0: he's in, he's in like Neo Tokyo fighting skeletons with an energy. <laughs> Brandon, man, you're be like,
2: not
3: be like a looks at all.
2: <laughs> hey, <I was laughs> why are he you there, guys? Is, I checked
3: the guy? raw, I checked the raw numbers out at Infinity. Brandon likes his game the most. That's the end of it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I guess. Uh, th- this has been the Insert Credit Podcast, everybody. That's too bad. Um, oh. Episode seventy-eight of it, anyway. Oh yeah. Hey. <laughs> We'll, we'll do 79 Thanks next week, for ending uh, weather permitting. Uh, you can join us on facebook.com slash icpodcast. You could send your questions in to uh, podcast.insertcredit.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Alex Jaffe. Brandon's at Necrosoft. Frank's at Frank Zifaldi. That's C-I-F-A-L-D-I. Tim's at 108. Uh, you can find old episodes on uh, podcast.intercredit.com or on iTunes. Uh, hang out after the show. We'll do a little bit of a Q&A for those of you who are putting up with Google's new uh, comment system. Just, uh, uh, let's plug our things if we want to plug anything.
2: Uh, I'm, I'm good with not plugging any of my things because it's going to plug itself sooner or later. It's called Video Ball. That's it.
1: All right. I'm, I'm going to guess that probably everybody that is listening to this podcast is already aware of and sick of the fact that gunhouse has come out on PlayStation Mobile but if that's not true then you they can look at it on the bio and, all right. the
0: and you know I'm gonna I'm gonna plug uh, gunhouse also because uh, I don't have anything uh, that's uh, as, as needy needy of uh, need yeah needy is not the word I'm looking for that needs as many downloads as Gunhouse. so Gun yeah. yeah. House. all right thanks uh, heck and, yeah. Th-
3: that's our show. I'm Alex Jeffy. That's it. I'm Needy. I'm Needy
1: <laughs> I'm Tim Rogers. I'm Brandon Sheffield.
3: And now you're
2: playing with podcasts.
3: Podcast over, yeah.